success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible Podcast. And we have an invincible one to introduce you to today. Kelly Buckley has been in the beauty industry for over 30 years as a salon owner, cosmetologist, educator for an international color company, and now currently an independent sales director in a network marketing company. She is a creator and host of the Beautifully Confident podcast on a mission to reach women globally who would love to identify areas in their life where they would like to grow their confidence and feel more beautiful inside and out. Currently, she's kicking off a four-week program called Turning Point, where she will be helping women identify turning points in their life, elevate themselves in point in areas of self-care, showing up, and time distribution to increase their productivity and reach their goals this year. Welcome, Kelly. We're so excited to have you here today on the She's Invincible podcast. Thank you, Cammy, and happy anniversary. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, today is our third anniversary at She's Invincible. We are so excited for all that has happened but also all that is about to happen. So there are so many things coming. Stay tuned for the announcements. It's going to be amazing. So, oh my gosh, let's jump in. Let's tell our listeners how in the world did you get where you are today and what makes you invincible? Oh my, well, it's been a journey. So uh, my journey started, I think I'm going to say kind of in high school with all of my turning points, which is how I came up with my program. But I started to realize how I got where I am today is that I don't have quit in me. So what I started to look at was from the decision of changing paths on what what college path I would take to while I was in college, realizing that I wanted to go into the cosmetology field. And then while I was in the cosmetology field, being introduced to different avenues. And through all of those different things, I realized that the word quit wasn't in me. So I might look at different things I was doing and realize that maybe that season was over. And when I say season, I mean, I was an educator for a color company and that served a purpose in my life. I started educating for a color company as I started in the cosmetology industry. So within about 
six months to a year of being in the cosmetology industry, I had the opportunity to become an educator. And I thought, well, that seems so soon, but if you can teach me, I can learn. And they would have to keep me updated. So through my my cosmetology career, I would be able to stay updated and um, and be able to deliver education to other people and help them grow. But after 10 years in that, I thought, this is a lot of time being put into it. And by then I had had two kids and I realized I was missing their events. So I thought it's time to end that season. But even at points when it was difficult, I didn't say, oh, I'm just going to quit. I don't like this. Or when we had to present to our peers and it scared the bejesus out of me to stand up and and do all of that in front of people who knew exactly what I was talking about and worry if I was saying something wrong. But I didn't quit. I moved on. Uh, And then my next season was um, direct sales. And again, if, if anybody has ever been in direct sales, they are not all good days. And in my salon was not all good days. I would go home at the end of the day and sometimes just be ready to cry or be angry at my family because I had a bad day. Um, but I never considered quitting. I always took the the route of who can I talk to? Who can uh, who can I talk to that maybe can help me figure out what I'm not doing because other people are successful. So, you know, the option wasn't, oh, I'll just give this up. So I would say what what makes me invincible is that I don't quit. I just keep moving to the next thing. And when an opportunity is presented, I move there. So when I was presented with the opportunity of starting the podcast, Beautifully Confident, um, I thought, I don't know anything about it, but if you can teach me, thank you, <laughs> I I can do it. I think I can give this a shot. And it just evolved from there. But I think that's just what I've started, what I've really started to identify is I, I don't quit. I love it. If you can teach me, I can learn. Yes, that is so great. And you have to be teachable in all of those phases of life, right? In every jur- every part of the journey, uh, you have to be teachable and coachable in order to really learn and be able to excel at something new. So it's never, I don't think, a matter of can I do it? It's will I do it, right? Will I give it my all? And I, I think you do that. I've seen you do that so many times. So yes, and so many exciting things happening now since you started your podcast and uh, just all the things that are coming to you. So exciting. So we'll save some of that for later, but I would love to jump into your topic because it's so appropriate, especially where you are right now, Uh, because I always ask myself, like, what gives them credibility to talk about? whatever. Right. And so as I see you journeying through this place of change, I feel like, oh, she got all the credibility she needs. So today we're talking about identifying where you're experiencing change and how to elevate to be the best version of yourself. So, and I've seen you do that so beautifully. So let's jump in And let's talk about this thing called change because most people don't love it. 
and they <laughs> run and hide from it. And uh, and that isn't always the best way. So let's jump in. Tell us about change. So, Tammy, that's something I've, I've realized recently is I don't think that we always identify when there's a change coming or we're going through it. I think especially as women, we react and do what we think is best at the moment. So that's one of my strengths I've I've realized is yes, I've certainly pivoted right off the cuff <laughs> and and done what I've needed to do. It hasn't always been the best thing. Um but what I've found to be very important is that we take the time to sit down, get quiet, and listen to our intuition as to what is next for me? What, what, what am I doing right now that I could be better at, that I could share the better version with other women about that? So that's been on my heart lately of how many changes I went through and how many times I didn't realize that I was even going through a change and that it was important to realize it and then move to that next step or that next next season or next level. So that's been something probably more recent. Yes, over 50, I'm realizing how many changes I've had <laughs> and navigated through them to to better my life and my family's life and and my business and pretty much everything around me that you know it is it's part of of our should be part of our our daily routine is sitting down getting quiet identifying what's going on and then listening internally for the answers that come to us because we have a lot more intuition than i think most of us give credit to I love that. And, you know, change is inevitable, right? Everything here in, on earth was made to change, to grow uh, and to change. And nothing was made to stay the same. And so I think that, and yet it's the thing we resist most, especially as women. And yet some of the biggest changes as we look back on life are the things that took us from here to there and where we end up is better than where we were most times. And so... And yet here we are still resisting it every time, right? <laughs> now, what what can you tell us about when it comes to change now that you've had this kind of epiphany of like, okay, like sit down, work through this. What can you tell us about that for the people who haven't gotten there yet? Like what, what are some of the signs or, you know, some of the scariest parts of change before you actually sit down and go through this process? Um, I think identifying and I think maybe just looking at at our lives and saying, am I am I happy where I am? Is this what I wanted? Am I happy or or just content and settling for where I am? And then looking outside, and I think it also goes back to um, being teachable and coachable. So identifying, hmm, maybe I'm not exactly happy with where I am and who can I learn from and who can I work with to help move, move me to that next level. But then the, the next part that I think is very important 
is trusting the process and trusting the person that we connect with. So that's been important for me is knowing uh, this person has gone there and now they, they want to teach me to go there. And maybe it's uncomfortable and, uh, you know, I'm having a meltdown and I'm crying about it for a little while. I'm having a little pity party, but how long does that pity party last? So yes, I will give myself pity parties and, and meltdowns, but moving past it to trust I'm here for a reason. So it's time to, to get up, stop crying and move to the next thing. <laughs> I love that. So let's talk about what, what are some of the signs? Like you said, one, which is like, if you're not happy um, and you're, you're just content, you know, you're just like staying where you are in status quo. You're just, you're not happy. But what, what would people like, how would they identify it in themselves besides that part? Uh, not being happy. Uh, are there some other things where you can see change coming now that you're on the other side of that and looking back? What were some of the signs that maybe you ignored um, that, you know, now you're looking back thinking, aha, <laughs> there really were signs. So I think the, uh, that being unhappy or noticing that is a feeling. So the other the other big one, and I think it, it leads us to so many areas, is actually just looking at our lives to see, have we changed from six months ago, from a year ago? Are we actually making progress or are we standing still? So for me, and, and I think for anyone that, you know, growth is, is good. I know we resist change. But do you want to stay in the same place that you were when you were 16 and then when you were 25 and then when you were 35? And I gave the example to some some women the other night. Are you still wearing the same clothes you were when you were 20? I, I hope not. <laughs> so that's the other thing I think is, is just recognizing, am I in the same place I was a year ago. And, you know, maybe then it, it is time for something different. I love that. And that's, there's a way to measure that, right? So if you're not just like looking out into the abyss, yeah. but you can actually have something to measure. And it's so funny because what you were saying was what I was thinking, like the only thing we don't want to change is our bodies, right? As time goes on. So when you said about wearing the same clothes when you were 20, we want to have the option to do that, but we don't actually <laughs> want to do it, right? So as women, like that tends to be the thing, like why does my body have to change when I get older? But everything changes. So let's slide over here to how can you elevate yourself to be the best version of yourself where you are now? So I have three areas that I honestly, I started to look at even through, through all of the changes that I have had happen <laughs> um, and that have I've gone through, identified and gone through. I have realized there, I do have a theme in my life. And I think if people look at, their lives, they're also going to see the theme. And my theme is helping women elevate their confidence. So I started to look at my strengths in those areas to help other women do that. And I realized that I've been delivering them 
just not always consciously. So the first area for me that I just, I think is so important for everyone, especially women, because I think we wear so many hats, um, is self-care. And although I love a bubble bath, it doesn't always mean a bubble bath. It means what is your morning routine look like? How are you starting your day as opposed to, you know, I hear so often people say, oh, I don't have time to do that in the morning. I roll out of bed 15 minutes earlier. And it sort of hurts my heart a little bit because I think, oh my gosh, you only give yourself 15 minutes to, to present yourself as the best version of you to the world. So the self-care part, I think, starts in the beginning of our day of giving ourselves the things that are most important to us. And I think there are so many books out there that say, do this, that, and the other thing for your morning routine, but it's breaking down to what is best for you. Is it quiet time? Is it uh, exercising? Those are some of mine, eating breakfast, um, uh, self-care, even following through with getting ready in the morning so that I am, I am getting ready and doing my makeup and getting dressed so that when I look in the mirror before I leave the house, I think I got this today. I just, I feel good about myself. And which brings us to the next one of showing up. How are you showing up to the world and showing people, I have taken the time to take care of myself so I can help you with whatever your business is. You know, if, if people look at you and they say, well, you couldn't even take care of your health yourself this morning. How are you going to help me or be a great employee in my, in my business? And then the last one that I realized I am, I didn't always write it down, but I realized I was, I was good at it is time distribution. And I just, I think that it, it does give us the confidence to, to be our best is that we do look at our days and say, yes, I was productive today. Not as a lot of women say, oh my gosh, I started doing this. And then I saw the dishwasher needed to be emptied. And once I started that, I realized the counters were dirty. So I started washing them. And then there were mail was mail on the counter. So I moved it. Then I started reading it. <laughs> which is not, it's not productive. Um, so just writing down a schedule and what I want to get done in the day. And does it mean that every single minute of my day goes to something? No, I even allow time to not having anything in there so that if something doesn't go the way I planned, which it does a lot, I have time to clean that up and, and still know I got all of these things done and now I still have that free time and I have time to, to spend with my husband at the end of the day. Or if I'm visiting one of my kids, I can go out to dinner with them and not feel like I should be doing this. Um, I can just freely go and and do that. So those are my three areas that I feel like are just so important. The self-care, the showing up and the and our time distribution. I love that so much because that really does. When you focus on those three areas, you're filling your cup, like you said, so that you can help other people and you're showing up. So people look at you and think, wow, she looks good. I, she could help me. Maybe she could help me. 
And then the time distribution, talk about productivity. And uh, that is so important because we waste so much time and we get so distracted. And as you said earlier, like as women, we wear so many hats. And we have to be good at all of them, right? Like you, you have to We're be able to, to, to be. <laughs> yes. Well, and you want to be right. We want to take good care of our kids. We want to, you know, take good care of our relationships and our clients. We we want to take care of everything. Um, and so that to me is just the elevating yourself, right, to the best version of yourself is when you can do all those things. Yeah. And I love what you said about even scheduling your time where you're giving yourself time off. That is so big. I do that in my schedule. When I see my schedule start to fill up, I'll jump in and and put a break in there and just block time off in between a busy day and be like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do that. I need a break. And so I think that's so important because having those breaks also allows you to show up as the best version of yourself because you're energetic, you're not exhausted you're refreshing, you're taking time for self-care. I just love what you said. And bubble baths, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so fun. Yes, I do love this, a bubble bath. <laughs> this goes way deeper than the bubble bath. <laughs> and it is, it, it is uh, so much healthier for yourself and your body and your mind. And I think that's the thing about it is that um, it all starts in your mind, right? It's what you believe. And your mind is really what dictates your emotion. And I think we need to really keep that in order. And I think for me, like that's one of the signs of change is when I start to get emotional. I'm like, oh, something's happening, right? Like it's like I feel the earth move under my feet. Remember that song? Yeah. And yeah, and and I feel that and I know like there's change among us and it's a scary feeling. But I think the more it's like a muscle, right? The more you overcome things, the more you face it head on the stronger you get and the easier it becomes. And, you know, I think in your case, like I've seen so many changes in the way that these, these turning points that you talk about that you can only think like, wow, what great thing is coming next? Because all of these changes have created so much greatness and taken you in directions that were far greater than you could even imagine in your own self and your own mind. So there can be a time, I think, where we can embrace change and it can be positive. And it doesn't have to be like, hey, run for cover. <laughs> change <laughs> <Yeah>. is coming. <laughs> so I love that. Oh, gosh. Anything else that you have on your mind that you want to share about change or elevating yourself to the best version of you? Um, I think just that it's okay to look at that and do some self-assessment. So I think a lot of times we hear, if we wanna be at this level, look at the person at that level and then look and act like them. And I don't think that always needs to happen. I think even just looking within to see what areas am I not feeling as strong and what areas, if if I elevated these, could I be more productive and and create a better future for myself? I love that. I have to say, I wasn't I wasn't good at recording my time distribution. I think I did it naturally, so I didn't always get everything that I wanted. I wanted to get done, and maybe I wasn't getting the most important things done first 
or done it all. So I think that's also part of it is, is identifying what we need to do to be our, our best. It's, and it may not match up to exactly what someone else needs to do. I love that. And we, we do, you know, we do tend to like copy, try to copy other people. And the truth is we really can only be the best version of ourselves. And so it doesn't, it doesn't serve us well when we're trying to be somebody else because we really can't be as hard as we try. And that's, that just drains your energy. One of the other things that I was thinking about um, when you talked about self-care is self-development. And you touched on this a little bit about having mentors and, and trusting the process. And I think that's so important is that we can't do this on our own, right? There's no yeah. way we can do this. If we could, we would have already, right? right? We do. It does take a village and we need to create and find the village people that are going to support us. Yes, I have a group of village people. I'm proud to tell you. <laughs> and they even <laughs> joke about it and say, like, one day we're going to show up in the costumes. And so, um, but we, it really does take a village. And we have to put our ego aside and really accept. Because that's when successful people become successful people, what they want to do is what you're doing now, going back and helping the other people, right? And, and bringing people along with you. And so like, that is our mission. So it's okay. You don't need to have an ego here. It's okay to ask for help. That's the biggest mission and passion that successful entrepreneurs have is that they want to help. And so if you're willing there, they'll be willing to. And when you both show up, it's like magic. And so I, I love that. And I'm so glad you touched on just, you know, that mentorship and, and, the whole being willing to do, do the work, which I love that you do that. So, oh my gosh, you've got some exciting things coming up. So let's talk a little bit about huh, all of it. So let's start with Turning Point because you have this new program, which is so exciting. I know you're so passionate about it. So let's share about that. And um, who is it for? How can they get more information about it? So my turning point program is a four week program because what I realized was uh, so who it's for is women typically in their thirties and forties who are starting to question, Oh gosh, is this all there is? I feel like I'd have been farther along in life. I feel like I should have more money saved. I feel like my relationships should be better. So Looking at those three areas that we talked about, I started to realize when those three areas of self-care, showing up as the best version of you and time distribution, when those are all elevated in a woman, typically she, you can't hold her back. (laughs) So my program is the first part of it is going to be helping women identify what turning points have you had? And, you know, where has it shaken your confidence a little bit that maybe you're, you're holding yourself back because you've already had a result that wasn't desirable and no one wants an undesirable result. No one wants to be uncomfortable. And then what are the areas that, that maybe are falling a little bit short so, and maybe it is in the self-care area. Are, are we not allowing ourselves enough time 
you know, in the morning at the end of the day to, to give ourselves that self-care. And then identifying how are we showing up? How are we presenting ourselves to people? And that includes everything from how we show up to Zoom meetings, to in-person, to work, um, to social media. Because even social media puts out a message about us that I think more people need to be conscious of, that people are watching all the time. So, you know, what message do you want the world to see? And what do you want people to, to say about you when they walk away? Um, and then the last part of, of the time distribution, you know, we're going to get into looking at where does your time go? Because we all get the same 24 hours a day with same seven days a week. And what are we, where are we putting that? And how does it show up in your future? So for me, a lot of looking at that allowed us to be able to travel more. I love to travel. So we've been to Italy and France and Aruba and uh, lots of uh, Prague, you know, all my all fun places. But it was sitting down, boiling that down. So I want to help other women start to identify, you know, what are your turning points that maybe have shaken your confidence? And then what are, how are you rating yourself in those areas that you can elevate? I love it. I love it. And that, that is the total makeover right there, right? It's the ultimate makeover when you can start with that self-care and move into showing up and then how you're spending your time. Um, And equally important, who are you spending it with? Right. So I know that's a a big thing as well uh, for you. And so, so exciting. And I understand you're in the process of writing a book. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about that, because that is up and coming and people are going to want to know a little bit more about that. So I have actually have two different ones in the works. (laughs) So one, I'm a contributing author and I don't know if I can say the title yet. Probably not. (laughs) Right. Um, So I'm a co-author and that will talk a little bit about my story. Um, And then the other one is more around all of my turning points in life and how I elevated and how I can help uh, other women elevate in those areas. Because what I realized as I'm just through my podcast and and just the the people that are are in my life and talking to women i realized my turning points are not necessarily unique <laughs> um however a lot of people have those same turning points and just don't realize it like divorce menopause uh through divorces being a single mom like how many of those things you know happen to a lot of women And, you know, just talking about how you can use them to elevate yourself. So, and I do want to speak to, it seemed like once I did trust the process and found mentors that I, that I needed so many other doors opened to so many things. And I know sometimes that seems overwhelming, uh, but all I can do is just take that next step. What's my next best step to my next thing, as opposed to letting all of these things sort of shut me down. But it's just, it's been a fun journey to have all of those things open up. 
I love that. Oh my goodness. And this has all happened so quickly just in the last few months, which is so fun to even watch, right? And it's just everything. And you're right. Like sometimes people will analyze and they'll become paralyzed because there's so much coming at them. But I love what you're saying here. Uh, This is actually feeding you and it it is giving you more passion and a bigger passion to make a bigger impact, right? And Mm -hmm. it's okay if you do it all at once. I, you know, you can handle it and you're, you're able to help people along the way. And I think that's amazing. Uh, the best teachers are the ones who actually did the work. And when they get there, they go back and teach the others. And so I really admire that about you. Yeah. Well, let's do that. Let's tell our listeners one place where they can find you. My website. It has links to everything. It's uh, beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com. And it has the links to my show, all of my social media links, plus how you can start my Turning Point program. It's a four-week program. um, And they are, the four weeks are not contingent on each other. uh, So you can jump right in at any point. But all of those links are on my beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com website. Perfect. I love that. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. And just before we get to the good stuff, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, I have this great announcement for you. We are starting the Pod Power Hour, which is a virtual event that's going to happen on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And so if you've ever thought about having a podcast, if you have questions, if you are a podcaster and you want to come and meet other podcasters and learn what's new, what's happening, tips and tricks to be better at this amazing passion of podcasting that you have, we would love for you to join us. We're going to have experts there that are going to be sharing their genius. It's going to be amazing. So, and if you're a host and you want to come meet some amazing uh, people that could be potential guests for you on your show, come on out. What a great way to get exposure. Be sure to check it out on my website at camilehman.com as well as follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Whatever is your favorite platform, we will have registration there. You do need to register to attend. And it is on Zoom, so super simple, just one hour every other Wednesday. We start on May 4th, so don't miss out. Get registered today. We can't wait to see you there. You have moved from fighting cancer to discovering how to live beyond it. But what now? With so many emotional side effects still unknown, as a new survivor, you find yourself in a void as you navigate through the isolation, fear, and an uncertain future that can overshadow you and your family for years to come. Instead of focusing on the uncertainty of cancer, consider how strong and determined you are and think of the strength demonstrated by those who stood beside you through it all. Consider this. You now get to choose who you want to be and what your intentional, fulfilled life can look like. You made it through treatment, we can help you define yourself as a survivor. We're here to help you through this moment, to walk beside you as you shift your mindset from counting the days of life to creating a legacy. 
For more information, visit www.adventuretherapyfoundation.org or contact us at info at adventurefound.org. Well, Kelly, this has been an amazing conversation. And, you know, on the She's Invincible podcast, we promise our listeners that we are going to bring them fierce female entrepreneurs and that we are going to share their expert zone of genius, which you've done so well. Uh, but we're not done. We are not done. <laughs> because while we're spotlighting these expert zones of genius, we are also pulling back the curtain. You see, women are constantly comparing themselves. So when they see your success, they think, oh, she's so lucky. She's so pretty. She's got a supportive husband. She comes from the right side of the tracks. Like they tell themselves all of these stories of why you're so great and they're not. And so what we do here is we have not yet figured out how to stop them from comparing themselves. So what we do is we give them something real to compare to. So while they see your success, they don't necessarily ever hear about the obstacles that you've had to overcome or the struggles or the price that you had to pay for the success that you stepped into here and that we talk about today. And so we are going to tell a few stories right now. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Let's jump in. Let's encourage these women today and share some stories about your journey about the good, the bad, and the ugly. So we're going to start with the good because I love to hear the good news first. So tell us <laughs> a story about the good or the greatest part of your journey. So I would have to say the greatest part of my journey, and I don't know if this has something to do with the law of attraction or not, but I have had a, a, every, a, a lot of people in my life um, speak positivity into me. I, I did grow up thinking that I could do anything. I, I mean, I don't know what I was going to do with that. <laughs> um, but I haven't had people in my life speak negativity into me. So I've had a lot of supportive people around me. I, honestly, going from my husband's <laughs> to my kids. <laughs> Uh, my parents, you, um, the people that I've had around me in, in direct sales. And I do have to say I had one person. <laughs> and honestly, when that one person entered that negative comment, she wasn't welcome in my life anymore. So I, I have to say the good has come with the positivity that I have had in my life. Um, and I think part of that good and law of attraction might come in with, I look for that. I look for people who speak positivity into me because I do get energy from that and a feeling of, okay, yes, this is overwhelming, but I can move to the next thing with, with this and with I these love people that. around me. I love that because, you know, we already doubt ourselves so much when we're facing something new or we're about to embark on something and we need the positivity. We don't need the naysayers. 
we we are our own best naysayer. So it's like, <laughs> thank you. Take those comments and head on out because we got this. We we are always the ones that doubt ourselves the most. And you know, that's the one thing I would love to change about all of us as women is that we would believe in ourselves as much as others believe in us. And I hope one day we all get to that place. But until then, we do need to surround ourselves with great people and they need to be our cheerleaders. They need to bring their pom poms. Uh, it's not an ego thing. Like you said, it gives you energy. Mm-hmm. And that is so important. People are either going to be giving you energy or they're going to be taking your energy. There's the givers and takers. Uh, and I love that you said that. The one negative person. So be careful when you're around Kelly because she's got them <laughs> loose. <laughs> yep. <laughs> one for one right now, you guys. <laughs> but that's great. And you are so blessed. And, you know, I think like that starts at childhood. Uh, and it's, it's sad that a lot of kids today grow up in homes that aren't positive. And it is so sad. Um, and, and social media does not help, right? Because there's that. And so everyone thinks everyone has it better when really that the the one highlight reel you see is really the only one they have in their life. Uh, and that's really sad. So I just love that you're saying this. So let's go on to bad. We'll save the ugly for last, but let's talk about, you know, some things you had to overcome that were bad in your life during this journey. So one thing I did realize, and maybe because I did have so much positivity, I, from the time I could remember, I really didn't think about consequences, which led me to some some bad choices in life, which led to uh, hurting people around me. Um, And a lot of it, a lot of those bad choices became most apparent leading up to my divorce. So, and honestly, looking back at it, how I realized that I just, I I didn't really think about consequences were that I looked back at some of the decisions and choices I made, and I couldn't relate to any thoughts or feelings I had around them. Like I didn't, I, I didn't think I'm going to do this because the outcome is going to be this great thing. I just acted instead of, instead of thinking. Um, and, you know, I do, I do think also um, I, I, I have God in my life and I look back at those times and I think I wasn't allowing God to lead my life, which is how I, I, I boil it down a little bit that it's, I, I just, I just wasn't, <laughs> I was just doing my own thing. And it's, it's like, I had an outer body experience of, I just acted, you know, these bad, bad actions and didn't think about anything. And when I, I realized it, I thought, oh, my goodness. Sorry, God, I made you like put, go through all of that just to make me see the stupid decisions I was making. <laughs> um, and, you know, then realized the consequences. And, you know, I'm sure that I, I had I hurt some relationships that maybe I'll, I'll never get back again or could have stronger relationships with people. Um 
you know, fortunately my family was, was still there for me on the other end. Um, but there was some, there were some hard times through that. Um, and it was all self-imposed. So I'd say that that was probably the, the bad point of, of this is icky and I don't, I don't want to do it again. <laughs> well, and that makes you better, right? Because now you're all about sitting down and writing through things and thinking things out. So you really have slowed down and you're putting more thought into, because I imagine too, you weren't feeling like you were showing up as the best version of yourself when you were making these decisions and hurting people. Right. And, and yeah. really uh, those are also parts of it that play into it. And so this, this is like a holistic approach here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Seriously. This is, this is all the way around of like that circle of life and um, the, you stepping into the greatest version of yourself. So, but I love that you're so authentic and that you're owning your story. You're not blaming someone else, but you're saying like, this is how I was living my life and I was making these decisions and I wasn't considering these things. Um, but now you're doing better and you're, you know, and that's what it's all about. We're never going to be perfect, but we do need to get better. We always need yeah. to strive to be better. So I love that. Okay, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> we have to talk about the ugly. You know, there's sometimes we have listeners that are listening and they're going through ugly and they need to hear from you and they need to be encouraged um, that it's going to all work out somehow. But tell us a story about the ugly that you had to uh, endure during the so, journey. So the bad led me to ugly. <laughs> So I would say the ugly came in with the divorce. And honestly, while I was going through that, or probably coming out on the other end, I said, somebody, probably not me, needs to write a book about this because divorce is just not something I think that anyone can prepare us for. Mm -hmm. uh, because the ugly of it came in with having to divide time with my kids and realizing, oh gosh, like now I'm single. I think sometimes people look at divorce like, oh, I'm going to be better off. Um, and for me, it came more in as ugly, like, oh, I, I didn't see this coming and then having to live it. So dividing my kids time, figuring out you know, what was going to, who they were going to be with for, for holidays and, and realizing, oh gosh, like this is what we're, we're putting on them. Um, and then just, and then living the next parts of that. So, you know, the ugly came in with also the dating process because <laughs> as a, a divorced person, you know, getting divorced, like in your, in your thirties, life's not over. You're still looking for the next thing. So then it was the, the dating and navigating that around kids. And it was, it just was sort of, it was just an ugly time of, Oh, this is not at all the same as dating as a teenager and in college. <laughs> no, because then it, it just, it brings in, Oh, Oh, I have, you know, we are going to have a blended family as I move forward. And 
And how does this affect my business? Because I, I had a salon, you know, now I'm, I'm welcoming this. And it was, it was just a whole ugly situation of, I wasn't anticipating that at all. And again, I don't know why, because <laughs> when you get divorced, you have to do all of those things, but it just, it wasn't, it was like, it wasn't obvious. Um, um, and then just working through all of that seemed like it was such a long time of, you know, one after the other, oh, oh, we have to do that. Oh, now we have to do that. <laughs> And, you know, just dealing with all of the relationships that, that, you know, that are so strained after divorce and, and what you do with them. And that was just a, just an ugly time of life that I, I had to work through and, you know, move past that you either make the choice to move past it or live in it for a really long time. Mm, there, that's a powerful mic drop right there. And it is a choice, right? So do you have any advice? I mean, there are women listening now that maybe you're thinking about this or going through it. Now that you're on the other side of it and you're looking back and having this time of reflection, is there any one or two pieces of advice that you would give that either you would have done different that would have made a better result or that you had done that really helped you going through that process? I would say, uh, I, I, so when I was younger, um, I, I had never heard of coaches. So it was more like counselors and psychologists who I felt like wanted to rehash everything. And I, I think it would have been helpful to have more pieces of advice of how to move forward whether it would have been staying married, um, but navigating through, hmm, this isn't really working for you. <laughs> so how can you move forward? And um, then the next thing that I thought did help me move past it was starting to identify boundaries and putting those boundaries in place and knowing that if those boundaries were out of love and respect for my ex-husband and my kids, that they were okay. Like truly, you know, bringing it down to is the, is this hurting anyone at this point and what boundaries can I put around that? So, um, my, the next thing I did do after in that time frame that I really don't know where I would be if I didn't, was I did find a life, a life coach. And I honestly had never even heard of a life coach until I went to this program. Um, and just hearing what life coaches do, I, it just clicked for me. That's what I need. I just lived that life. I just realized I made those bad decisions to lead me to this. I made good decisions too in life, but <laughs> those bad decisions that led to that, I realized I didn't want to repeat in another, uh, another marriage, another relationship. Um, and to me, that was the most helpful piece of, I don't need to relive it, but I need your help with moving forward. And that is what she, she helped me with. I, I don't know where I'd be without her. 
That is amazing. Isn't it great to look back and think and see the part that people played in your life that you don't even realize until you look back. And it's important that we do that, that we reflect and we look back and we, we, you know, you want to forget the experience, but you want to remember the lessons, right? So you never want to relive it, but you never want to forget what you learned from it so that it doesn't happen again. And I love that you did that. That is so important. No one wishes for these obstacles, right? But the best yeah. thing to do is learn from people that have already endured them and have come out on the other side and are willing to share. And I love that you're doing that. And I know your book is going to be, your books, I should, should say, <laughs> both of them are going to be amazing and, and be able to help people even further. And I'm just so looking forward to all of that. And my gosh, the success you have now so far and and the places that you're headed are just amazing. So congratulations to you. Thank, Thank you, you for bringing it today, for being authentic and talking. It's not easy to talk about how we fall short or our mistakes. And like you said, you made some good decisions too. Like we, why is it that we can make a hundred good decisions and three bad ones? And we <laughs> on all the bad ones, right? And so I love that you said that because it is true and we need to stop beating ourselves up and give ourselves grace. And, you know, celebrate the good decisions and work on those ones that aren't so great. And I think that you do that. And I love that. And I want to encourage our listeners to do the same. Before we say goodbye, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners? Just to, to look within yourself. I think women overlook the, the inner, inner confidence and beauty that they have. Um, identify it because I know something I I did a lot was look for other people's validation. Um, so I do think, you know, giving yourself time to just get quiet and hear hear the good things that that come to to your own mind and your own heart and write them down so that you can you can live in that all day long, all week, you know, however long it's going to carry you, but give yourself the grace like you had mentioned um, and the affirmations for yourself. I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, you guys click the link in the show notes so that you can get to Kelly and you can find out about her podcast and her new program turning point and uh, we're just so excited to share this message with you today. There's more excitement to come in the coming weeks. March is our month. <laughs> it seems to be uh, March is the month where all the great things are happening. And so stay tuned for even more big, fun announcements. But today, I don't know where you are in your life or your business, but if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up, girl. Get back up. Tell them, Kelly. They should definitely get back up. <laughs> you, you cannot keep yourself down. <laughs> you are not a quitter. You get right. back up. You can do anything. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how bad it seems, whatever it is. Just get back up and get back on your way because you are amazing and you can do anything because you are invincible. Thank you, Cammy. 
Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.